Welcome. It's a pleasure to have you join me today, Wednesday, June 28, 2023, for the 20th installment of the Z News Podcast. I'm Ayanda, your friendly guide through the ever-evolving news landscape of Zambia. Get ready to immerse yourself in the latest headlines and captivating narratives that await us. With our advanced algorithms, we've handpicked the top stories that matter. From breaking news to compelling features, we'll keep you up to date with the pulse of Zambia. Time to embark on our news journey. Let's get to it. We are going to start with news from Zambia Daily Mail, which has eight entries today. Entry number one is entitled Ndola Cancer Hospital Construction Tiny. The Zambian government is taking a huge stride in the right direction by building a new cancer hospital on the copper belt at a cost of K305 million. This will help decongest the cancer diseases hospital in Lusaka and make it easier for patients in the northern region of the country to access treatment, as they will no longer have to travel long distances to seek care. Entry number two is entitled ZCCMI confirms firms shortlisted for Mopani. ZCCMI CEO Ndoba Vibeti has confirmed that China's Zijin Mining and South Africa's Sibania Stillwater are among the shortlisted investors to buy Mopani copper mines, with the search likely to be concluded within the next two months. Entry number three is entitled Deal Saves $5.8B. The Zambian government has secured a debt relief agreement with its official creditors, resulting in a 40% reduction of its debt burden and $5.8 billion in debt service savings over the next 10 years. The fourth entry is entitled Mourinho Eyes Luring Dakar to Rome. AS Roma are reportedly interested in signing Leicester City's Patson Dakar and Kolechi Iannaccio, following the team's relegation from the English Premier League. La Gazzetta dello Sport reports that Roma manager José Mourinho is keen to make a double transfer swoop for the duo. The fifth entry is entitled Expected Benefits from Debt Restructuring Deal. Zambia has secured a debt restructure deal with official creditors, providing the country with a three-year debt service moratorium, maturity extensions and interest rate reductions, which will bring fiscal space expansion certainty, lower interest rates, FX market tranquility, price stability, and accelerated economic growth. The sixth entry is entitled Munir Zulu Faces Arrest. The Lusaka Chief Resident Magistrate has issued a bench warrant against Lumezi Member of Parliament Munir Zulu for failing to appear in court for a case in which he is accused of defaming two cabinet ministers. The court noted that it had twice given the lawmaker a benefit of doubt when he had missed two court sittings. The seventh entry is entitled Forbes Engages Kanda as G's. Matthews Kibamba reports that Joe Kanda has been appointed as the new General Secretary of Footballers and Allied Workers Union of Zambia, Foods, replacing former international striker Linos Choe. Foods President Sandra's Kamwenda expressed their joy at bringing Kanda on board. Entry number eight is entitled 1200 Exhibit at Trade Fair. This year's Zambia International Trade Fair in Ndola has attracted over 1,200 local exhibitors and 20 international exhibitors, and will be graced by President Hakane Techailama and King Amswati of the Kingdom of Eswatini as the chief guest. Next up, we have news from News Diggers, which has a massive 10 entries today.
Let's dig into them. Entry number one is entitled Speaker Rules Marsh Out of Order for Saying Some Houses Are Full of Dollars. Speaker Mati has ruled that Munali UPND, Member of Parliament Mike Mpasha, was out of order for making unsubstantiated claims that some people's houses were full of money, and has cautioned members of Parliament against making such statements in the House. The second entry is entitled Matambo Lists HH's Fulfilled Promises. Copper Belt Minister Elisha Matambo has praised President Hakane Hichilama for fulfilling his campaign promises, including debt restructuring and the Andola Lusaka dual carriageway project, which is set to begin next month. Entry number three is entitled ACC Quizzes GBM, his lawyer over alleged forged letter. Yesterday, Lusaka lawyer Jonah Simba and PF presidential aspirant Jeffrey Baliam Wamba were questioned by the Anti-Corruption Commission over an alleged forged letter. PF Vice President Given Lubinda has urged the ACC to defend its cases in court and desist from intimidating citizens. The fourth entry is entitled Let's Keep Calm, Mealy Meal Prices Will Stabilize, Millers. The Millers Association of Zambia, MAZ, has assured citizens that mealy meal prices will stabilize as the crop marketing season has commenced. MAS President Andrew Chantala has advised citizens to keep calm, as they will soon see stability in the prices once the market also stabilizes. The fifth entry is entitled Munir Gets Bench Warrant for Missing Court. The Lusaka Magistrates Court has issued a bench warrant against Lumezi Independent MP Munir Zulu for failing to appear in court for a libel case against three Zambian ministers. The warrant is returnable on July 7, 2023. Entry number six is entitled Copper Queens Will Surprise Giants at World Cup, Manchia. The High Commissioner of Zambia to Australia and New Zealand, Elias Manchia, is confident that the Copper Queens will make a splash at their first ever World Cup appearance. He believes the team will take many by surprise and has inspired many young girls to pursue their dreams. The seventh entry is entitled A.S. Roma Aizdaka. AS Roma have joined the race to sign Zambian international Patson Dhaka from Leicester City, while Lamek Banda has described his debut season with Lecce in the Serie A as a success. The eighth entry is entitled PF using Lungu to play politics, they can't stand on their own, Miles. Miles Sampa, a member of parliament from the Matero constituency, has accused the PF party of using his court cases as an excuse to delay the holding of a convention. He also claims that PF members are using former President Edda Lungu to play politics, as they cannot stand on their own. Entry number 9 is entitled ZHA Names Provisional Squad for Paris Qualifiers. The Zambia Hockey Association has unveiled provisional squads for the Paris 2024 Olympic Games qualifiers set for August in South Africa. The men's and women's teams are preparing for the qualifiers with a budget of K2.1 million to cover logistics and team preparations. Coach Alvis Boilia is confident that the named provisional squad has what it takes to qualify the country for the Olympics. The tenth entry is entitled We Are Eager to Put Debt Restructuring Details in Place, HH Tells World Bank. President Hichilama has expressed his eagerness to move forward with the country's debt restructuring details and has asked for the continued support of the World Bank in this endeavor. 
He has also emphasized the importance of time in achieving the desired results. Next up, we have news from Mobantu, which has four entries today. The first entry is entitled Rainford Calabar Hangs Up His Boots After 13 Seasons at TP Mazembe. Rainford Calabar, one of Zambia's most successful footballers, has announced his retirement after 13 seasons with TP Mazembe and over 100 caps for the national team. Calabar said he was sad to retire, but was looking forward to a new journey in football in a technical capacity. The second entry is entitled Zumani Zemba, three others committed to the High Court for terrorism-related charges. Former President Edgar Lungu's political advisor Chris Zumani Zemba and three others have been committed to the High Court for trial on terrorism-related charges including possession and procurement of articles for a purpose connected with terrorism. The magistrate ordered the accused to remain in custody pending their summary trial. Entry number three is entitled Son of the House to Hold Apology Presser Tomorrow. Gospel singer Kings Malembe Malembe has announced that he will be holding a press briefing tomorrow to apologize to the Zambian people and two of his spiritual fathers. He will be taking the next step in his support system and family. The fourth entry is entitled Finance Minister Urges Zambians to Never Find Themselves in Debt Accumulation. Sichimbeko Mazakotwing, Zambia's Minister of Finance and National Planning, has announced a debt restructuring agreement with bilateral creditors that will reduce the country's debt burden by 40%, unlocking $5.8 billion in debt service savings to be used for development programs. The agreement will also generate funds from cooperating partners and pave the way for debt restructuring in other African countries. To wrap up today's edition, let's check out the news from ZNBC, which has a staggering 12 entries today. Let's navigate through them. Entry number one is entitled Fire Association Calls for Modern Fire Service Training Schools. The Zambia Fire Service Association is appealing to the government to construct new and modern fire service training schools in Kabwe and Lusaka, as well as equip existing fire brigades with modern firefighting equipment and fire ambulances. President Billings Chanda has also urged the government to allocate part of next year's constituency development fund towards the construction of fire stations across the country. The second entry is entitled Kalambila Public Institutions to be Connected to Power Grid. Kalambila Council has set aside K2. Five meters to connect 20 public institutions, including schools and health facilities, to the national electricity grid. Northwestern Province Minister Robert Liafu said the decentralized CDF is meant to develop the province by contributing to infrastructure development in rural areas, while Sowesi West Member of Parliament Nicholas Mukambais that the provision of electricity will promote economic growth in the district. The third entry is entitled Government Will Have More Fiscal Space After Debt Restructuring Mulenga. Commerce Minister Chipaka Mulenga has said that debt restructuring will give the government more fiscal space to focus on investments and trade, which are key drivers of sustainable economic development. He is currently in China to attend the China-Africa Economic Forum, accompanied by 18 Zambian companies to explore potential partnerships. The fourth entry is entitled Take Farming as a Business, Farmers Told, and was posted in the Agriculture category. Central Province Permanent Secretary Milna Mwana Kampo 
has challenged farmers in Central Province to diversify their farming practices and take it up as a business to maximize profits, while Kaperi Mposhi District Commissioner Francis Hasalama has called on farmers to take advantage of government funding facilities to enhance their productivity. Entry number 5 is entitled FRA Starts Paying Farmers and was posted in the Agriculture category. Farmers who supplied their crops to the Food Reserve Agency in the 2022-2023 crop marketing season have started receiving their payments, with FRA Board Chairperson Calvin Hambwinsier visiting the Kampihi Depot in Changwe District to ensure farmers are paid on time. Farmers supplying grain to the agency is key to attaining food security, and Atlas Mara Changwe branch manager Cynthia Chimbila has confirmed that the bank has received enough money to pay farmers. The sixth entry is entitled UCDF Wisely, Tiali Tal's constituents and was posted in the politics category. Frank Tiali, member of parliament for Andola Central, has urged beneficiaries of loans from the constituency development fund to use them wisely, as misuse of resources will not be tolerated in the future. He also encouraged officials to not abuse the CDF monitoring vehicle in his constituency. The seventh entry is entitled ERB Explains Fuel Stockouts and was posted in the business category. The Energy Regulation Board has attributed fuel outages at selected filling stations in the country to logistical challenges by oil marketing companies, such as import challenges related to the scarcity of foreign exchange and the depreciation of the quacha. The ERB is doing everything possible to address the reported shortages and is undertaking routine fuel stocks monitoring to ensure continuous supply of fuel in the country. Entry number 8 is entitled National Prosecution Authority Vows to Pursue Illicit Proceeds of Crime and was posted in the News category. The National Prosecution Authority has warned that it will pursue proceeds acquired through illegal activities such as wildlife trade, forest crime, illegal mining and other environmental crimes. The British High Commissioner to Zambia has also pledged to support the works of the Basel Institute in Zambia to fight corruption. The ninth entry is entitled Zambia is ready for the big-time Mizinga and was posted in the business category. APSA Bank Zambia Managing Director, Mizinga Melu has highlighted Zambia's readiness to unlock the potential of its thriving economic sectors, with several economic reforms implemented by government to improve the business environment and promote investment. The U.S. Chamber of Commerce also commended Zambia for the positive economic development and committed to bringing U.S. companies. The tenth entry is entitled Women Rugby Pre-Olympics Qualifiers On as Senegal Jet In and was posted in the sports category. The Senegal Rugby Women's Sevens national team has arrived in Zambia for the pre-Olympic qualifiers, with the team's head coach Omasis expressing hope to qualify for the Paris Olympics next year. Team vice-captain Yves Nezala has also declared the team to be 100% ready to take on the best teams on the continent. Entry number 11 is entitled We Will Compete to Win Afghan, Kling says and was posted in the sports category. Chipolo Polo midfielder Klings Kamwa is determined to lead the team to victory at the 2023 Afghan tournament in Ivory Coast and is confident that the Football Association of Zambia will ensure the team is adequately prepared. Kanwa also expressed interest in joining English Premier League side Nottingham Forest. 
The 12th entry is entitled Senegal Shot Brazil and was posted in the sports category. Sadio Mane scored twice as Senegal beat Brazil 3-2 in a friendly in Lisbon, Portugal, with nine England-based players in the starting size. That brings us to the end of this remarkable episode of the Z News Podcast. I trust you found our discussion enlightening and thought-provoking. Until next time, this is Ayanda, your host, signing off. Take care and see you later.